Hi, welcome to the Overthinking Arsenal podcast. Please make sure to like, share and subscribe if you can. I hope you enjoy the episode. of the possession, 541 passes versus their 364, 84% pass accuracy versus their 80, 10 fouls versus their 8, 1 yellow card to their 2, no red cards, no sides, uh, 12 corners versus their 7. So we started out with uh, Leno, obviously, first up. Luisa Mustafi um, in the center, Chambers and Glazenich as our uh, left and right back, Gwenduzi, Shaka, uh, Willock, Ozo, Obama, and Lacazette. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, honestly, I, I'm, I'm feeling lukewarm which which I guess I mean it's 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 Freddy's first match but me feeling lukewarm when we have a new coach or what we perceive to be a good start is is worrying I, I think I think it's 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 worrying that um, Unai left and we saw a team that before the match started any any optimism i had so so i was traveling at the time before the team was uh, was announced and when i finally got a chance to look at my phone um i felt a pit in my stomach uh i saw mustafi back on i saw kalazinac back Pepe on the bench and I I felt that familiar pit in my stomach it's one that we've had for 12 years it's one that uh, that started under Wenger and uh, I, I guess Emery kind of switched some things around when he when he started but it became that familiar feeling all over again um I don't know. I, I feel lukewarm and that's a bad thing. I, I, I feel as though... I feel about this match how I felt about Emery's last match and the last few matches. Emery was trying to save his job. Basically. The fans had turned on him. Um, the players weren't going as hard for him. The tactics weren't really helping. Um, it seemed like everybody 
and every, everybody had changed or, or their opinions on Emery had gotten to their lowest. And I felt as though Emery should have reacted. So start the Fab Four. Give us um, Pepe, Oba, Laka and Ozil. Um, you're trying to save your job. Do something. React. Uh, it's going badly. Show me some, some character. And we watched him kind of fizzle out into his sacking. Some even speculating that maybe maybe he did want to go. Cycle in Freddy. Uh, Freddy's Freddy honestly is walking into a mess. Um, he's walking into the club into a club of disarray. The fans are angry. Um, we were kind of happy with Emery going. Uh, but you know, coming from an empty stadium on Thursday, um, the players seem to have lost themselves. They're not sure what they're doing when they're on the field. Um, the executive, and as much as uh, Josh tried to to gather us all together and and, and calm us down, we're, we're still up and down on him the background how it's what's happening in the back end um the new people that have brought that have brought in our results um previously so he's walking into a a club that's going through it at the moment and you know it's it's, it's a tough job but i felt that first and foremost first and foremost is Go out there and put some smiles on faces. I've said it before. I don't mind losses. I don't mind draws. As long as we know that what we were able to do during that match. Put some smiles. So I've been listening to fans. I've watched the Arsenal Fan TV reviews. And the guys have been saying that the first half was... was, uh, was they showed a bit of life. And it all fell apart in the second half. Even though I'd contend that in the first half, you don't go into halftime uh, 2-1 down. But anyway, um, you have to show some some life. Uh, I'd imagine that some of these players would look at this as a new lease on life. I think what uh, Freddie was trying to do with Mustafi and maybe Shaka to a degree was to go... Listen guys, on Klesnet, um, listen guys, you're going to have a chance. Um, I'm new, I guess he's been with them in trainings, I guess he knows more than we do, but at the end of the day, I'm going to give you chances, and if you grab those chances, you, I'm not going to take it away from you. You could even see with some of the subs that he made when he brought in Saka instead of Pepe. He's looking at his under 23 players and he's going, listen, in as much as everything has happened, I used to coach you guys. Um, I coached you guys to quite a bit of victory, so I'm not going to take that away from you once I step in. I get that. Very, very similar to when um, Pep took over at Barcelona and you brought in guys like your Pedros and stuff like that. There's people who, at the end of your reign, are going to be indebted to you somewhat. So that that... 
being in debt to you is what's going to have them be loyal uh, soldiers. I don't know what his relationship is with the rest. Honestly, we don't know much about what Jungberg is going to do or what type of coach he is. But I saw the formation and I thought to myself, I, I, I have this pit in my stomach, but I'm hoping that what he's trying to show us is that uh, it wasn't the boys, it wasn't the formation, it was the coach. Uh, he had promised that he's not going to change anything. Uh, Oba, for example, is still captain. But I felt as though what we needed in this match was we needed a, a spark. Um, we needed him to come in and show us. Uh, I think we all expected a lot from him since he is, he was one of the players during our greatest eras. And we, we were hearkening back to those days and hoping that he could take us forward and make it fun, make it um, put some smiles on our faces, as I said. But I walked away from that match. Um, I, I was watching on and off, but then I watched the last, I think, 22 minutes. And these dudes ran the same. The effort levels were about the same towards the end. Um, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't come off as a team that has been reinvigorated. And I know it's been two days. Uh, Jungberg has only had two days. But there's something about a coach stepping in and players reacting to him. Um, I think over the years at Arsenal, one of the things that's gone away is our bite. We don't have bite. We used to have bite back then. Vieira, Tony Adams, our backline. They used to have bite. They were nasty. Um, they were cocky. They, they knew when they needed strength and when they needed finesse. We don't have that anymore. Uh, we're finessing. We're, we're the most well-spoken team in the league. Um, nobody rocks the boat. Uh, everybody's gone into a lull, which is why I think they're finding problems with the fans. Because the fans are showing the bite that we expect the players to have. That we expect the board to have, we expect our coaches to have. And Jungberg is going to get, he's going to get uh, some some sympathy, leeway, because of his legend status, because he didn't have time. I saw a lot of people coming out and saying he didn't have time. But I think the impetus has come from the fans, and I think this is why they're finding fault with things like Arsenal Fan TV, where fans now have a voice we were, we were shrugged to the side at some point especially as Arsenal fans like for example I don't think Chelsea fans have something to argue about too much I don't think Liverpool fans have anything to argue about too much and I don't think Man United fans and as much as they've been going through the doldrums they experienced a level of achievement that makes them a bit more relaxed in what they're doing as Arsenal fans, I had a chat with one of my friends. We, we've had a good, what, 12, 12, 11, 12 years of mediocrity that was just getting more and more mediocre as we were going along. And 
that's that's the difference between us and everybody else. So the fans have gotten to a point where we've had enough. And I liked what one of the guys said. I think it was Claude. He said, not Claude. Um, oh, I forgot his name. We were getting to a point where, not getting to a point, we should have said, here's the team. If Emery had fielded that team, we would be up in arms. If Emery had done those subs, we'd be up in arms. But what the club has managed to do is mask everything by going, okay, here's a club legend. So you'd hear a lot of the rants start out the same way. He's a legend. I love him. Nothing's going to change. I'm not going to shout at him, blah, 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 blah. But here are our problems. I feel like they've done the business in that sense, but there's so many problems. I don't think they have a plan B. I don't think they have had a plan B. I don't know who they're going to go for. And we're watching teams starting to sack um, managers. And in as much as we love Freddie, we're in a dogfight. DT, I think, said this. We're in a dogfight. Our form has been poor. We need to show some sort, some sort of fight. Um, we got, There's no time. There's no time to give him time. Um, we've done very badly to begin with. There's no, there's no time to have patience anymore. Not, not in the, not in our current situation. We, we can't have patience. Um, I said it about Emery a couple of podcasts ago. If he's getting six games, it means we're willing to sacrifice eighteen points. I mean, we got through three or four of the matches, but what I'm saying is. We're willing to sacrifice 18 points. Um, and we're not in a position where we can carry on sacrificing points, where we can carry on going about our business as if we were playing well. Uh, so it's, it's, it's disheartening that after this weekend, I feel somewhat numb. I'm watching everybody run away with it. I mean, we're currently 21 points behind Liverpool. Um, we are seven seven points off of fourth place where Chelsea sits. So, in the grand scheme of things, we don't have time. We need we need Freddie to come out and win. Uh, we've created a culture at Arsenal where the players, the coaches, and the management talk the biggest talk. But when it comes down to on the field, doing something, it's, it doesn't work out. And everything mirrors everything in this club. Our management showed Emery the door. But previous to that, they didn't seem to be angry. We watch on the pitch. The players don't seem to be angry. They don't seem to have some sort of reply. Kick someone. Do something. You're losing. We're defending badly. At some point, we have to look at ourselves. The players have to look at themselves and think, okay, what can we do to get better?
frankly, I'm tired of hearing about how a new coach has to come in to teach them how to defend. Martin Keown was on um, one of those uh, post-match analysis shows and he said it. These are basics. Nobody's running up. Nobody has the courage to run. By the time we run up, they're already in the box. This is what happened on the Vega. I can remember numerous matches. Bayern Munich beating us 5-1. Do you know what happened? We were all standing almost in the small box and we were watching them take pot shots. Because nobody, nobody has the, the drive to go out and win that ball. Gwenduzi was that guy. He's, he's no longer that guy. He's, he's been broken. He's fallen into the culture that is Arsenal Football Club right now. My, my hopes went very high. But I, I expected at least that knee-jerk reaction of getting a new coach. It doesn't matter. Man United looked like Barcelona for a little bit under Ole when he started. Tottenham have won three games in a row. There's a bounce to them because they've got a new coach. But I guess a mixture of Freddy's experience and being predisposed to what um, Unai was doing has dented his, his, his tactical um, displays. And if, if this is what we signed up for, I, can we, if, if we're going to get Unai Emery-esque results, we might as well have kept him until the end of the season. If we were going to get back of Wenger's years, last last few years, Wenger-esque results, we might as well have kept him there and not hired him. We're not going forward. And I mean, I know it's too early to indict him. It's too early for us to call on his head. But we need to see something. We we're not in the we don't have the luxury of time. And now we're going into our big matches. If we can't beat bottom three, what are we gonna do when we're faced with the top three, the top four, the top five? There's pit in my stomach every time we go play, regardless of who we play. It's not a pit I want anymore. Hopefully, hopefully we see a change. Hopefully we see some progression. Hopefully Jungberg can can inspire the boys. Because what we saw on Saturday wasn't too inspiring. We need to get our old Austin back. We've gone too far. And when I say old Arsenal, I mean old, old, old Arsenal. Brighton on Thursday.
that does it for another episode of the Overthinking Arsenal podcast. Be sure to like, share and subscribe and I'll see you after the next match day.